The coronavirus stay-at-home order has not slowed down Chicago's gun violence. The persistence of the shootings is convincing Chicago anti-violence groups that they need to be just as persistent. But like almost everything else, COVID-19 has dramatically changed the way these groups work. WBEZ's Patrick Smith has more. When there's a shooting in his part of Chicago, Terrence Henderson often heads to the hospital. As a violence prevention worker, he knows that's a good place to try and slow down an escalating gang conflict. A person that's at risk is most vulnerable state is in the hospital when something has happened to them. You know, people don't really get it until it, it hits them directly. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta hit them with consequences. Like, these are the consequences for what you're doing. If you like this, then keep doing what you're doing. But if you don't like what you're feeling and how you're feeling right now, then you got to change. But with the coronavirus pandemic, hospital access is shut down. And that kind of bedside intervention isn't possible. And there are other problems. Henderson usually walks the streets of Pullman and Roseland communities to get young men out of gangs. He and other anti-violence workers are trying to do some of that on the phone or via text. But building trust is best done face-to-face, and social distancing is making it really hard. You know, we don't engage guys saying where there's no handshaking or high-fiving or dapping or hugging, you know. We just, we walk past, we we, we speak, you know, we may toe-tap each other, but we're not getting the, the everyday vibe of just being able to talk, to congregate with people. Like, that's, that's what outreaching is about, the interpersonal relationship building. Beyond the limited contact, the coronavirus shutdown has practically eliminated the services that outreach workers like Henderson can offer. There's no in-person counseling or drug treatment available. And with the economic slowdown from COVID, there are no jobs to be offered to gang members wanting to change their lives. And that's one of the things that we've been talking about as a team strategically is how do we engage these guys and what do we have to offer them now? Dion Patrick is another outreach worker. He works in the Austin neighborhood. He says a job prospect can be a powerful tool out on the street. It gives us the opportunity to engage them in a conversation that they may not have with us otherwise. So it's definitely taken away from us being able to do the work that we need to do. Despite the stay-at-home order, Chicago Police Department data shows shootings are up 10% compared to the same time period last year. We still have to be out there. We still have to show that presence because the violence is the disease that's really taking us out. People still getting shot every day, so we can't take our foot off the gas. Meanwhile, other elements of violence prevention, like everything else these days, are being done on Zoom. If you can access the chat feature, good morning, Red. Almost three dozen people, many of them ex-gang members, logged into a recent Zoom meeting held by the Metropolitan Peace Academy. It's a training for street outreach workers to learn how to successfully intervene in street conflicts. Because... They got guns. They covered interrupting gang violence, changing community norms, and they gave each other tips on doing the work during the stay-at-home order. Any examples on how you may have mediated any type of conflict during this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis? That's what we're looking at. Any other stories out there? Any examples? I ran into two individuals. True story, y'all. I ran into two individuals. Outreach worker Danelle Gardner told the class about a recent experience he had near Roseland Hospital, a COVID-19 testing site. Gardner described seeing two rival gang members pass each other as each was taking an elderly relative to get tested. Gardner had talked with both of these guys before to try and broker some kind of peace, but hadn't been able to get through to them. Now they were face to face. So they saw each other. These guys used to be in two. They be in two with each other right now today. So they saw each other. So they basically, like, you know, looking at each other like what they going to do. Can't make a phone call to, to, to do something because that person got his older family with him and this person had his older family with him. So I actually sat back and watched them 
to peace out with each other. Gardner wants to build on that moment to create a broader, lasting peace. But that's tough to do while social distancing. Despite the obstacles, Gardner told the group he was going to try and connect with the two rivals again. We got it. We, we got to chime in right now. Patrick Smith, WBEZ News.